Mayday, mayday. Going down. Mayday, mayday. Going down. everyone uh, what a uh, morning it has been getting started uh, I'm goose uh, here for my day mayhem part for the final part before we start back up with here to chew bubblegum 2.0 um, the audio song came through okay uh, talk junkie I just messaged you uh, that we were on and uh, Back here on my end, there is a delay in the YouTube feed, So, uh, but all the chats and everything are coming through. Uh, fight for your rights. Thank you very much for the text. Let me know that the audio for the opening song was coming through. Um, thank you very much, um, Talk Junkie, for sending Elliot that, that link. Uh, man, this is different, you know. This is... Uh, I'm just used to controlling audio stuff. I'm not used to the video portion so this is a learning experience and i was going to get here early this morning what my plan was was to get here early to get everything squared away to play around with this to test that did not happen because yesterday and you can interject bowling anytime you want to uh yesterday i uh, had a very long day i slept two hours the night before and i drove uh, some very people that are close to me to a special event in Louisville. Uh, we was, we had to be there at 9 a.m. We got there. And we were originally going to leave around noon. And uh, uh, that didn't happen to about 5. So we got home about 9, 8.39. And not long after I fell asleep, I was talking to a very special friend of mine and fell asleep on her now this friend bowen is also connected to you what should i refer to them as on the show today and in future shows um well if bowen's on the show uh, i guess you could refer to her as sally jean sue but, okay you know well in and yeah. in, in real life can i say her real name or can i say sure yeah okay and uh elliot says he's not hearing anything um Elliot, we have uh, some other people that says that they are hearing everything fine. So, hopefully, 
Uh, let me check this out really quick here, Bowling. I apologize. You would think that, you know, for all this time, I would uh, not my first show in order to do it. I do apologize for being late and all the technical difficulties and bullshit. So you're you're um, good, man. Hey, life's a bitch. Yes. She's back in heat. <laughs> well, uh, but a good friend of mine named Lucy made this for me, and let me get it over here. I was going to show this weeks ago. But that didn't get to happen. And on the back, there was a friend of mine, and we'll talk to my the friend later, that insisted she put this on the back. And this is me on a hobby horse. That, so, that is just, just a beautiful thing. Right? That is a really beautiful thing. I, I love it. You know, she's going to have to make me another one because we're going to be changing that logo around. Uh, Sam has not done that yet. Sam is going to get started on that. But I'm really happy to have you in the studio. Um, Always a pleasure to be here. Now, what you guys are in store for with Bowling today is, uh, I'm not going to give the second half of his appearance away, but Bowling, tell us how you got started on here to Chew Bubblegum, and you became a fan, and I remember your first letter that you wrote in, your first email uh, I remember Cronkite pre-reading it and saying, is, is this real? So, uh, I can't. I don't know if I remember the first letter. Uh, I, I don't know if I can remember what it was saying. But, One uh, of the first ones I do remember is the um, um, ear candy. Yes. That was wet ear hole. I can't remember who came up with that. It was one of the... It was one of the... Uh, one of the listeners, and I cannot remember who that was. Well, I mean, I I started listening to the show because a friend of mine, um, you know, knew I listened to podcasts mm-hmm. a lot. Um, they knew me and Brad, you know, done done our little shithole podcast, and I started listening to it. And I think um, by the time I started listening to it, uh, Cronkite was already gone. Right. So... I was I started from episode one. I listened to it all the way up until the appearance of Dirty Dan and Rebecca. Okay. And at some point there, uh, I caught up. I don't know exactly what episode it was, but you guys were doing the email segment, and I was like, "Perfect, I'm going to write in." And maybe I hate to use the word troll because uh-huh. troll. It's such a bad, it's it's not a, you know, it's like, it's not looked at as a good thing. Right. By, mo- by most people. Now, by some people, it, it is the greatest thing ever, but there is a various types of trolling, okay? So right. There is bad trolls, I'll admit that, but I think that I would venture to say that the type of trolling that Bowling has done in the past year or two on here to chew bubblegum has been a pleasure. Okay. And I would totally, I at would, least for me, I, I would, I would totally, uh, agree with you. Uh, the, you know, and what started <laughs> out as, uh, maybe malicious intent trolling turned into love trolling. Cause I, I grew to love all you guys. Yeah, and, you know, um, and now 
you know, where we're at now, I think I think it's probably time to tell the listeners who don't know. Uh-huh. That that Bowling's just uh, well, 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 ah, man, you, we were going to be getting to that. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, let, let's just get to it. Then. You know, we, uh, see, you, for, but you, for the, on, have you been seeing the comments Bowling's been getting on TikTok? Uh, there's people actually, there's people actually out there who think that my hair is not real. Really? Okay. Oh man. Well, we will. I mean, do you want to go ahead and 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 talk about the real you, or do you want to, you know, be no, bo- no, be be no. be bowling for just a little bit more? We we got one more bowling mission, right? Okay, yeah. Well, no, bowling. actually, we have a few bowling missions left because okay. of some stuff. And you can go ahead and tell the audience about this. Um, you know, I talked to you about this the other day, and. Uh, if uh, you want to about what we were going to set up and do and and uh, so forth, well, I have it on good authority that you know I know you guys have been trying to keep it a secret, but I think I know who Flash is. No, I, I'm not. I'm not talking about that part. I'm no, 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 no. I, I just want to. I don't want to. I want to make my guess, and if I'm right, we can go on with. It. All right. Wait. 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 Give me. Give me one second. Okay. Give me one second. Um. Uh, okay, you can go ahead and make your guess. Okay. JFK Jr. You are wrong. You want to guess again? Could have swore I was right. Um. No. Well, if it's if it's not JFK Jr., I have no idea. I will say that this person is a local celebrity. That has reached. No, I'm I'm going to take that back. This person is a celebrity. That number one is interested in politics, um, which kind of frightens me a little bit. Uh, this person loves water. Did you know that you can not only drink water and bathe with water, but you can also use water in coffee, in tea, in everyday items. You can use water. Did you know that? It's used to grow marijuana. Maybe. Maybe it is. But, uh, yes, you know, this this person is... I'm, I, I can't give it away. You just you just have to wait well, to next what Sunday. Me, what throws me off is, is the name, Flash. Okay. Flash. Well, now, see, you know, that could be... A flash storm, a news flash. They could be a really big fan of doing the news, you know. I mean, because everybody has to have, well, not everybody has to have, but, you know, I mean, when, uh, and, and we'll go back to uh, Cronkite. When he first came on, he's like, I don't want to use, you know, my real name. I'm like, okay. He's like, but you, your nickname, you, you're known by that. I'm like, well, that's kind of. You know, I grew up that way. And he's like, well, come up with something for me. So the first one I come up with, just off the top of my head, and it's and I'm glad that he turned it down, was uh, Black Bart. And he's like, no, absolutely Black. not. I do not want to do that. I'm like, but he was a wrestler. You know, he was uh, he was like this, this villain. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm like, well, how about Cronkite? You know, Walter Cronkite. And he's like, I love that. I'm like, so, you know, and people still call him uh, Cronkite. 
And, you know, so Flash, you know, I'm going to call the guy when he's on the show Flash. I may call him something else uh, on some posters that are being presently made. It may have his real name. Uh, it actually does because I've already ordered those. So, uh, But, you know, I'm looking forward to having Flash on, you know. Or it could be somebody that loves to flash people with their body. You know, I didn't think about that. Now that, that's probably what it is. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bobby says, uh, Black Bart was a pirate. Pirates are on water. Cronkite is flash. Uh, that's a great guess. But no, no, that is, that, that is not correct. Um. You know, it's. Uh, do, you think, do you think? Do you think it might be somebody on the inside? What do you mean? Inside of the government. Uh, well, possibly, possibly. You know, um, I don't know if this person has a political future, or if they want to, to have a political future. Um, they may have at one time worked for the government. Yes. Um, so, you know, but you, you're just going to have to tune in next week. Something that I could not, you know, hide last week was the intro and outro song, which I'm going to go back and I'm going to recut the intro song. And uh, I think Flash is hiding behind Bolin's beard. What do you think about that, Bolin? You know, uh, I've been messaged a couple times and asked if I was Flash. Really? Well, now that that would that would be... That and one? that is uh, anybody who knows Bolin knows that's one of the biggest oxymorons that you could ever ask. Why? Uh, definitely not fast, but I do flash people. Well, okay. Now, so, uh, t- stay tuned. Uh, a talk junkie says, uh, uh, "Is he a spooky guy that rides with the coxes?" You know, if if I, I heard the spooky family was coming back in July. Flash them titties both. Had I not heard that announcement, mm-hmm. I would venture to guess that it might be Bagel. Well, you know, I love Bagel to death. And, you know, I will call him Beagle. But Bagel seems like a you good know, guy. Every single time I have asked Beagle to do something, he's he's done it. You know, I've offered to, to pay him. He would take no pay. I mean, he loved to come to the uh, uh, Comic Con here we had locally, and he 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 hung out with me, and we were giving out ear candy, and you know we were just meeting people. Um, Elliot and Gertie were not there because there was something going on at the time that, um, you know, they didn't want to be out, and I can totally understand that. Uh, so. And, you know, Bobby says that uh, Beagle's missing. I do not believe that any. What do you think about that, Bowen? Do you think he's missing? Our masonry father, who art in the spooky mansion, hallowed be thy name, mm-hmm. thy kingdom come. I don't know. I, I think uh, I think Beagle has probably got a, more of a life than all of us. Okay. Okay. Well. That's probably what it is. I mean, I'm just guessing, but, yeah, you know, especially me. Right. Well, uh, dude, do you have a good life? 
Well, I mean, you know, I, I'm a slave to the man. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm a... I'm a slave to these lords of the land. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, my life is sometimes rough mm-hmm. and hard. That's what she said. Set you up for that one. But, yes, you know, life ain't so bad. I know there's a lot of people out there that's got it worse than me. And, you know, I just wake up every day and, and you know, live day by day. That's all you can do when you're living, you know, paycheck to paycheck. Got nothing to save for got nothing to you know you just get up you try to make the best of it and you try to get back to that pillow at night right i can understand that i can i can understand that but now see i wish sally jane was here she mm-hmm. she was coming with me today to do this but uh last second jerry wayne um uh, threw his back out so she had to stay behind to help him she is a saint I tell you what, Jerry Wayne, he he's real lucky to have her as a neighbor. He he he's he's lucky to have both of you guys as a neighbor. Yeah, especially her. Yeah, oh definitely, you know, and you know, I mean, you know, Sally Jean's hot. I mean, she really is. Have you um have you seen what they're doing to the gas prices again? No. What are they doing to him, my friend? Well, I mean, the economy is uh-huh. getting ready to collapse. So they've jacked them up back up to about $4 a gallon up here where I'm from, part of the trail I'm from. Hmm. I'm seeing. And I got to tell you, I hope they put them to $10 a gallon. Why? Why not? If they put it up so far, we won't have... The money to buy the gasoline to get to the jobs we got. Uh huh. So. So the way I look at it is, these corporations and these lords of the land—they're right. just pricing themselves out of business. Well, you know, I. Yeah, but I mean, they're—they'll they'll probably start like a community, you know, service of, uh, you know, hey, come and hop on the bus. We're taking you to. We're going to take you to work. Hey, let me tell you something. If I if they can set me up where I can live and not have to worry about money, sign me up. Well, you're gonna you're gonna give me a job, guaranteed. I don't got to worry about losing it uh-huh. as long as I just show up and do it. And you're gonna you're gonna guarantee that I won't have to worry about like making my electric bill or buying my medicine or am I gonna have enough food to eat this week? Sign me up. I'm ready. Sign me up. Who do I vote for for that? <laughs> well, you know, you have touched on something that maybe Flash, you know, next week may have an answer to. Um, we will be doing a live broadcast starting at 9.30 next Sunday. Now that I have known what the hell I'm doing. And uh, I am going to uh, definitely ask Flash that. Uh, I've not talked to him about how we're going to start out doing the show, but um, I think that I will come on first and, and talk a little bit after the intro music and maybe let Flash use the uh, voice disguiser and, you know, just, just go from there. Some things on the show will be the same. Thumbs, uh, some things will be different. One thing that we probably are not going to be doing for a little while is the question of the week. Um 
I saw on TikTok that Rebecca really liked that, and she is going to uh, keep on doing that. So you can check her out on TikTok. Bolin, is your screen froze? Are you still on here? Okay. See, you were just messing. You were doing that backstage before we went live. You were just messing with me. And uh, so, but. Uh, I'm practicing my statue pose. Okay. I think it is now going to be called uh, Question with the Queen or, or, or something like that. So, but. You know, uh, you know, instead of question of the week, and this is just uh-huh. throwing this out there, spitballing ideas, you know, like we do. Right. Maybe do a song of the week. Uh, Flash has already recommended that, and we're we're going to be the same. Well, we're always going to talk about aliens, UFOs, time travel, X Files, Bigfoot, like this monster, oh, Dogman. Bigfoot, don't leave you know, Bigfoot out. We are going to talk about all that, but we're also going to talk about. Other stuff as well. Now, if you've listened to here to Chew Bubblegum over the last six months, eight months, the last year, we've kind of been doing that anyway. Uh, and you mentioned earlier yeah. that you started Un- uno- unofficially. You do you 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 throw in some good songs. I got to admit that's, well, that's a thank you. One of the the best parts of the show. I think. Well, thank you very much. I definitely definitely uh, appreciate that. Um. Bobby says about her first question is what flavor of Kool-Aid do you prefer? <sighs> grape. Blue. Grape. I like grape pretty good. I like grape pretty good. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I like it, that Bobby guy. It, uh, Bobby's a good guy. Um, I have met him a few times. Him and Elliot Spooky have a lot in common. Uh, but, you know, Bobby actually turned me down. When I asked him to be the original Cronkite, but he was not going to be Cronkite. He was going to be something else. And uh, But he came, he talked to his friend Elliot, and Elliot came on board and was blessed to have Elliot on board. And, he does seem more like of a spooky guy. Well, I mean, there is all the time people are asking, why do you keep playing some of those classic Elliot's articles? Why don't you play new ones? I'm like, because I got tired of aggravating Elliot. You know, I thought... He's going to beat me up if he sees me out, that I keep asking him for those. But, uh, you know, when we do start 2.0, we are going to be doing, you know, things a little bit different. Some things will be the same. Some things will be different. Uh, Here on the YouTube page, we're going to try to start doing more uh, video stuff. And you are going to be a part of that because there is something that I named uh, a few months ago that I, I would love to do. I thought about how I was going to be able to do it and record it at the same time. I'm not going to be able to. But you graciously have agreed to help me with this, and we'll meet up on some weekend, either where you live, where I live, or halfway in between. We'll shoot all day long and probably get six months of material out about that uh, as to what we're shooting. Yeah. Do you want to tell everyone what we're going to be doing? That's that's uh I was so I was so nervous when I heard that here to chew bubblegum one point was ending and two point was beginning because I was unofficially here to chew bubblegum correspondent. Yes. Field court field right, correspondent. Right. Um Well you've got and, a promotion since then. Yeah. Uh trail correspondent. No, you are the general Correspondent director, which means 
that if you know somebody wanted to uh, get us to go out, yeah, yeah, you would go out and supervise and 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 do all that good stuff. So, well, I I plan on getting out there on the trail and and interviewing some people. You know, we've got a we've got a campaign coming up. Uh huh. And uh, I'm going to get the inside scoop. Okay. Well, good. Good. Now, you said, but basically, and I, I'm just going to go ahead and give it away if that's okay with you. Uh, me, and, me and Bolin are going to meet up. We're going to go out. It's totally spontaneous, unprepared. I'm going to record. And uh, Bolin's going to have a microphone and some index cards. He's going to ask people if he can ask them some questions. And if they answer these questions, they earn money. The first question will be simple. It will be like worth a dollar. It will say something like, are you having a good day today? Yes, I am. Here's you a dollar. Now, the next question is a little bit harder, but you could win, you know, $2. Or do you want to keep your dollar and walk away? So, you know, and each question will get a little bit harder. So, and we'll probably cut off maybe at the 20 to $50 limit or something like that on, on one person. And, uh, but... The longer the questions go on, we are going to the uh, uh, what well, they're, they're, they're going to get more, I guess, uh, uneasy to ask, un, uh, unreal. Yeah, I mean, just just the average educated person probably ain't going to be racking up a lot on these questions. You're going to have to be really know what's going on out there uh-huh. to so. to score. Right. To score big. Right. Well, um... And it's just another way that we plan to keep people informed, you know. Um, it's all about what you know out there. And, and clearly, a lot of people don't know a lot. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> um... Really quick, before we change topics just a little bit, while, you're, while, while bowling is still, still, I guess, kind of... Bowl- that, that's another thing. Bowling is always here. Okay. If if I cut my hair off uh-huh. like I just did, uh-huh. he's still here in spirit. No, okay. He's always, he's always here. He's like Santa Claus. He's always watching. Well, but why did you want to kill Bowling off for? Well, I mean, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's hard being Bowling. Right. I mean, the man's only got one ball. Right. Um, I don't all here. Here's 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 the real truth of it. Uh-huh. I'm not always up to being Mister Funny. Sometimes okay. I'm pessimistic. Sometimes I'm angry at the world. And Bolin, he's such a fun-loving guy, and I just I. It's hard being bowling. Okay. I can understand that. Um, you know, he's but, also he's also like God. How's that? He's all he's always needing money. Okay. Um I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't know about that. I am nothing like you. You're nothing like me. Or or let let me ask you this. Are Go we ahead. calling Mother Goose this morning? What? Are we calling Mother Goose this morning? Yes, yes, we are. 
I'm so I'm so excited and nervous for this really? at the same time really? because I'm, okay. I know what you're about to do to her. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, <laughs> so oh. this is a. Uh, I'm going to probably let you do most of the talking, actually. No, oh, no, 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 because, all right, here is what we're going to do. You know, we, uh, uh, before we make this call, is there anything that you want to um, say or, um, you know, let me think of is there any topic that you want to say before we go ahead and make this? I mean, you know, we've already been going half an hour, and we've not, we've not really touched on anything that I had planned on asking you, which, which is totally fine, you know, because I love the fly by the seat of your pants going as it is. But is there anything that you want to say before we make this call? Um, well, that's the, that's the thing, Goose. This okay. is your show. Okay. Well, no. See, but you, you, you are the you, guest. If there's anything that you wanted to get out before we did this, please oh, feel free, my friend. I mean, I'm good right now. Okay. There'll be some things coming up, probably. Okay. Um, this is your show. You guide the way. All right. Well, we are going to call my mom, and what we're going to do is when she and I know she's awake because she messaged me just a little bit ago. When she answers the phone, I'm going to go, "Oh my God, Mom! There's so much blood!" And then Bowling, you just take over and you just say whatever. Just make sure it's not like, you know. Like uh, you just oh, be like you, know. you just be like, is this uh, uh, Racine? She'll say yeah. You'll be like, well, your son really needs your help. I've, you know, whatever. You know, he he was in Walmart and uh, he fell and hit his head and his, you know, I mean, you, you say whatever you want to, you know. And as you do that, I, I may be moaning and screaming in the background. Does that sound good to you? I'm ready. <clears throat> All right, here we go. So let me pull this up, and we will. Now, hopefully, she'll be able to hear you. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Let's give her a call. Hello. Oh, my God, Mom, help. Help, there's so much blood. Uh, is this David. racing? Yes. Racing. Uh, this yes. is David at the uh, medical center. Your son, uh, your son Goose has been brought uh, into the emergency room. Oh, oh. He's uh, got a gerbil stuck in his ass. Well, he needs to be in the emergency room, David. <laughs> so you did you did not fall for that, huh? No. How are you I doing this morning, you. Mom? How, how are you doing? I'm okay. Okay. Well, good. I'm still good. in the bed. Okay. Well, we're actually doing the show right now. We're doing live video. We can hear your audio, and you're still in the bed, so you're a lazy ass. Uh, but we well, have some entertainment for you. We have a new sponsor on the show, and I want to play this commercial for you, and I want your honest opinion. Uh, it's about a minute long, so listen to this. And let me know your honest opinion on what you think about this commercial because they're thinking about dropping some big money on the show. And I may be able to, uh, you know, get you some free products that you could give to people you know. Okay. All right. Now, here it goes. You have to be really quiet so, you know, you don't miss anything. Okay. Here it okay. is. So. Are you having trouble controlling your urine? 
Are you between the ages of 30 and 50 and just find that you have to go to the bathroom a lot more now than you used to? Well, maybe you should get the new Pecker Plug. The new Pecker Plug is only $19.95. The Pecker Plug is easy I can to turn that off. Wait, wait, wait. Right in the tip of your Pecker hole. And the Pecker Plug keeps you from having to go to the bathroom as much as you used to because it holds back the urine until you're ready to go. The Pecker Plug. One size fits all, unless you board out your pecker hole with a ten penny nail. The pecker plug, available at these fine retailers: Walmart, Walgreens, Family Dollar, the Dollar General Store, and available online at Amazon.com. The pecker plug by Remco. Will you get me a pecker plug, Mom? No. Why not? That's disgusting. That baby. is a health aid. That is a health aid. And hey, it's no more real than. Than... Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, and I and I think they're gonna make her make them from women too. They're gonna call those the pussy plug. David, that's that's what the name of it's gonna be. Well, you better hey, change the name. With the church did you hear what Bowling said? Yeah, I. I did. Now, you actually know Bowen's mom really good. I'm not going to tell you her name right now, but you know her really good. I think I've, I have told Let's, you before, uh, and you're like, yeah, I know her. So, you, uh, you all. World, it? Yeah, it is, for sure. Um, but, you know, there's all kinds of, of, of great gifts. Now, I do have to take my mom back to the doctor this coming Wednesday. Uh, for her checkup where she had her oral surgery. And uh, I did send that video to Bowen that I shot of you. Did you? Yes, I did. And he laughed, and he told me that I should not do you that way. But he was, right. he was more amazed that you knew what that first one was at the end of the video. Oh, no. But, you know... Uh she she really didn't know any of it. I hundred percent. She had no idea what she oh. was even talking. About. Oh no, no, she had no clue. Did you, mom? No. Well, um, yes. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, they had numbed my gums, and I was not feeling any pain. <laughs> oh, okay. Now the Reverend Billy Joe Farnsworth had just typed in. You know, because he's watching and he commented, you know, and says, there is no call for this profanity on the Lord's Day. Sister Racine, I'm here for you. Amen. Really? Yes. But, you well, know. He's right. Well, uh, you want to stay away from this Reverend uh, B.J. Farnsworth. We, we should probably be aware of false prophets. So, you know, you you definitely want to stay away, uh, stay away from him. Have, have you done anything funny this week? Has anything funny hap happened to you? No, not a thing. I do not. Has anything that. funny? Has anything funny happened to you? Yes, yes, it has. What? Well, I called my mom and played a commercial for. Her. Yeah. You know what you're getting for Christmas, you don't you? I don't need that. Well, you know, you can give them out as gifts to people. And Billy Joe Farnsworth commented again and said, "A room full of scum and profanity." Send me forty nine ninety nine, and I will pray for your monster of a son. 
Really? That is that is hey, what he said. Ask, let me ask Mother Goose something. Mother Goose, is there any more childhood stories that you have about our uh, here to chew bubblegum leader that you could tell us this morning? Just any, anything that comes to Mom, your mind. Mom, it's been good talking to you. Have a good day. It could be uh, You are not hanging. Ah, uh, let me think. Thanks, Bowen. I really appreciate it. Um, do, do you remember what his favorite toy was when he was little? His favorite toy? Yeah. Uh, he had a Chips motorcycle that he really liked. Why does that not surprise yeah. me? A Chips motorcycle? That sounds... Goose... You need to or, you need to find that on eBay. Well, order. well, it it actually, uh, I mean, it's destroyed, but in my grandfather's basement, because uh, I showed it to my grandson uh, last year, uh, the back end of it, like the 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 back where like there's, I mean, because it was obviously three wheels, it was motorized, uh, was still there, and. Uh, the front may have been there as well. I mean, it, it's it's tore up, you know, uh, because I got my I made sure she got her money's worth out of it. But he was just amazed, you know. There's a toy from the '70s still there. I mean, it, it would be cool to really find one of those and kind of you know rebuild it. But uh, you know, I never got to do that. No, I did um, destroy a stretch Armstrong when I was little because I wanted to see what made it stretch, and when I poked oh, yeah. holes in it. She took it away from me. And because not, it had red, it had red gooey stuff. Yep. Are you there? Uh, are, you, are we sure the gooey stuff came from the toy? I think so. Yes. And she used to love it because I peeled all of the labels off of her canned food. She would love that. Oh yeah. <laughs> he um he loved to play store. And uh, I would get him a paper bag, and I put all my canned stuff out. He was real tiny then. I mean, probably may maybe two years old, maybe. Are you saying I'm a fat and, ass now? No. Okay. And um, so I was doing dishes, and I went in the living room, and he had peeled all of the paper off the canned foods and I might have we might eat two cans of corn when we sit down <laughs> or what whatever that we uh, got is what well, we you're, got you're saying the next had, month if, every every dinner was a surprise right oh yes and he also had a little curious George animal and um, they come on the TV after he had had it probably about a year and said that um, they were hazardous. Now, listen to this shit. Listen to what she does. Just because a new story is claiming that these stuffed animals are hazardous. Go ahead and tell them how you broke my heart. I took the Curious George away because... And I, I cried. I cried so much. I didn't want David harmed in any way. And she never bought I me was, another one. She gave me a banana when I asked her to buy me another one. 
She's like, she's, she's like, she's like no, they're poison. Yeah, oh, could have been anything. To, uh, she used to give me, uh, me and my brother yard darts and be like, y'all have fun. Here we are, so, uh, you know, <laughs> whizzing yard darts at each other. You know, uh, oh, yeah. You know, my mom used to go through the Halloween candy looking for razor blades. She done that. Racing? Yes. Yes, I did. How many? Did you ever find any? No. Did your mom? No, she never did, but always looking. Yep. But what was yes. so funny about my, uh, uh, about mom doing it here, she, only, she only, would only let me go trick-or-treating like the family members' houses. So I'm sure that like her aunt, which would be my great-aunt, they're not going to poison me with stuff hey, like you, that. You still look for razor blades? Yes, she did. In the, in the family in the family bowl? Yes, she did. Well, you can never be too careful as an 80s parent. Oh, if there That's was right. if there was anything that would come on TV, she would believe it. She would uh oh, this is true. This was on the news. No, it's not true. Wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. See? I would. See. Now, she still she's got a lot better with that. She doesn't do that as much. Sometimes she she tries to, and I talk her off the ledge and tell her why that's not true. I have done well, that a handful of times over the last 10 years. You can tell she's getting better because as soon as we called today, she, she knew what was up. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm getting wise in my old well, age. I would not say that because she really thought when she got into, like, laptops and, you know, personal computers and this is true this is a 100 percent true and i will never it's, forget i what you yes. don't even know what i'm going to say i laugh I so too. hard at this i do too she called i do too me. and you should be the smart one i said do they need protection and she was talking about like she was talking I about was like not. virus software that is what she was yes. talking about now mcafee yes and I suggest yeah. they do need protection. I will pick you up a big giant computer rubber the next time <laughs> I'm at Walmart. And the first words out of her mouth was, "Do they make those? How do, how does that work?" Yeah. So yeah. then I had to, you know, tell her that they wouldn't reel, and so forth. But do you yes. know how you get? You've been on the computer before, and something pop up and be like, "Your computer now has a virus." For you know, one ninety nine ninety nine, we can get rid of this. She know, you know, I'm, I won't say it was her, but someone very close to her paid with their credit card, or was it a debit card, $199 for one of these fake things. Yeah, Billy it was Joe's me. charging too less. So, now, see, Billy Joe's right, uh, is, uh, um, he's posting a lot here since you've been on. He said, uh, let's see, one he said, let me pull back up here. He said that, and you can comment on these, Mom. He said, uh, I almost drowned Young Goose as a child. He didn't take the baptism well. See? see, Really? Billy Joe Farnsworth is evil. He also said that I tugged his everything as a child. Little Goose was curious like a cat. He always made trouble with his monkey. Amen. My mother used to put razor blades in. My daddy, Jimmy Lee Farnsworth of Farnsworth Ministries, saved me from her. 
uh, computers are the devil's playground. I'm not even sending these messages. I'm making an intern do that for me. Amen. Uh, I use Magnums on my Dell desktop. So, Is there anything mm-hmm. that you want to say to the Reverend Billy Joe Farnsworth? Uh, no. Are you no sure? Comment. Are you sure? Yeah. Now, he was in prison. He got out. He was in prison for tax evasion and some other stuff. I'll tell you what you need to do, dudes. You need to look into a moderator. Uh-huh. And as soon as you get one, don't ever allow him back in. Oh, no, 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 no. Billy Joe is what we, you, we you love his bullshit. Well, I have a feeling that, that uh, Billy Joe won't have time to do that. Because he has come here to do the Lord's work. And I think that probably this may be uh, Billy Joe's last appearance in the comment section. And if so, Billy Joe, it has been nice knowing you, my friend. But, uh, Mom, is is there anything that you want to ask Bowling? Or is there anything you want to say? Um, Well... I've not been awake very long. Okay. Well, let me let me play for you just a little. This is a little tidbit. Okay. Now this is a video, and this clip's only actually five seconds. It's an audio clip, but I took this from a video because I've been trying to uh, get a response from this uh, police chief to hear his side of the story because you know me, me and you talked a few weeks ago about what kind of content I was posting, this and that. But this is an actual clip from a police chief who responded to a citizen who was trying to tear down a fence that his neighbors had built on his property. Now, this is his response. Now, this is the police chief's response. I want you to listen to this and give me your honest opinion. I need somebody over you. I'm not calling the deputy sheriff. Lower your voice. Did you hear that? Yeah. Listen one more time. I need somebody over you. I'm not calling the deputy sheriff. Lower your voice. That is awful, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. But uh, so I bet she, I bet she sleeps real good at night, knowing that her son was not that type of police officer. I do. I really do. I'm proud of David. So very proud of him. Well, thank you. You don't. You don't. You don't have to get real here, but thank you very much. Um, I look. I look forward to uh, seeing you next week. Um, okay. When we did, when I did take her to the dentist for her, uh, I ate after she had her procedure. Yes, I know that that's a shit thing to do, but I was. You I was starved to death. I, I was. I was hungry. No, 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 no. I was. I'm not going to say where I ate at. I'm just saying that I ate in front of her. And I know that that was really hard, you know, but, hey, I could not help it. So so guess what? When we go next week, yes. I get to pick I get to pick where we eat. No, you don't because I'll be driving. you get to pay. No, I will and be driving. That sounds, real, that sounds real fair, Mother Goose. That, that sounds, yes, that should be no problem. That's right. Well, you have a good day, Mom. I love you, and thank you hey, uh, for talking Mother to Goose. us this morning. Make sure, make sure to pick the most expensive restaurant in town. I will. She, I'm, honestly, she would not. Okay, and this is a true story. Several years ago, I asked her, you know, I would like to get her some gift cards to a nice restaurant, a nice sit-down restaurant. 
And she's like, you mean fancy restaurant? I'm like, sure, fancy restaurant. And her response was, well, I like going to Long John Silver's. I'm like, okay. Well, I, mean, I will, I will, I will get you some gift certificates from that fancy Long John Silver's. They, they shut the Ponderosa down. Where else are you going to go? That's right. She I did. love that place. Yeah. I did, too. I did, too. But the Hillside Theater is open back up. So. Oh. Did you know that? Mm-mm. No. Yep. I did. Yep. It, 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 it definitely did. So it opened back up. But you have a good day, Mom. I love you. I hope that you do get motivated and your old bones allow you to get up out of bed today and you don't fall or break a hip. Uh, be sure to take your Geritol, all your 49 prescription meds that you take every day. And uh, yeah. if you need anything, just let us know. Okay, and I love you, David. Uh, and it was nice to get to talk to the other Bo- person. Bo- uh, Bolin was his name. Bolin. Yeah. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for playing along. Okay, you're welcome. Love you, Mom. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. And uh, that was Mother Goose. Uh, (laughs) She she gets a kick out of it. How have you made it? How have you made it to almost half a century Mm -hmm. years old? And she's still not cut your head off for doing shit like that. All right, honestly. And my grandpa is the same way because, you know, he was in the the hospital, you know, a few weeks ago. He's out doing good now. Um, but if I do not aggravate, if I do not joke around and aggravate her or my grandfather, they will, they honestly think that something's wrong with me, that I'm depressed, that something is a matter and they have to find out what it is. I mean, you know, because like you were saying a little bit ago, there's times you don't feel like being funny. You just kind of want to, you know, just chill and just be in the moment. And if I do that with my mom and my, now my mom aggravates the hell out of me. What's wrong with you? I just want to watch. And she, she's called me like five times in a row before. Well, you didn't sound like yourself. Are you okay? What's wrong with you? You know, just because I didn't aggravate and joke around with her. So if I don't do that, she thinks that something's wrong with me. You know, it's just. Well, I'd say like a lot of people, you are the brightness in their day. <laughs> yeah. I feel sorry for those people. I, I feel really sorry for those people. Uh, Fight Your Right says, I prefer going old school and letting it ride bareback. Got to keep the Lord busy doing his work. There you go. Amen. Uh, Billy, uh, Billy Jeff Farnsworth, what do you think about that, buddy? Um, but I love, I love embarrassing my mom. Like, uh, about three years ago, maybe, yeah, about three years ago, she had some minor surgery. So I was there, you know, I had to, you know, they were, I had to go with her and, they asked her all these questions, and, you know, she had to prove it. She had to have somebody drive her home because she was going to be getting put to sleep. And this, and I, I don't know why I did this. I mean, and if my kids ever done this, it would embarrass me to death. But they're in, and this nurse is asking her questions. You know, like, uh, you know, what type of medication are you on? Do you smoke? you drink? Are you pregnant? Do you do, 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 you do drugs? And when she asked, do you do drugs? And my mom said, no. I started laughing out loud hysterically. And the nurse stops. She stops. And she looks at me and looks at my mom. And she's like, honey, if you do drugs, you better tell us. Because this stuff that we're going to give you may kill you if uh, we don't know what's in your system. And I'm just still laughing. And my mom's face turns so red. 
And she's like, oh, he's just joking. He likes to joke and cut up. Uh, and, I, and then when she says that, I keep laughing more. And then I finally pull myself together, and I'm like, no, she don't do drugs. And I was I was really just joking. And uh, that one, the nurse was like, well, you never know nowadays. But the look that my mom gave me when I just – and all I did was laugh. I mean, Why? it embarrassed her to that, death. That's one thing you don't joke around about, drugs. <laughs> Hit embarrassed her. I mean, would, but it was what funny. What would Nancy Reagan think? What would Nancy Reagan think? <laughs> Probably nothing because she's dead. But it was so funny. I mean, it was so funny. And if you want to see Nancy Reagan, I can make that happen, and you can too. All we need is a shovel and a flashlight. I still think Ooh. she might be a co-host next week. Ah, no, no, she definitely will not. She definitely will not be a co-host. Um, and you, and uh, Billy Joe Farnsworth said, Devil talk from heathens and friends of heathens. Uh, Billy Joe, you are right. Uh, you can call me a heathen. But so the, the friends that I've got here and uh, have have stopped by, and there was two different streams posted on YouTube. I don't know how the hell it happened. It's on my end. Uh, one of them, the, one of the streams that wasn't going, it's still scheduled. It had a lot of comments. But, you know, the people that I've met, over the last couple of years, by doing here at Chew Bubble Gum, by doing the uh, TikTok videos, YouTube videos, I've got to become really good friends with a lot of them. And there's, and I'm blessed for that. And that, you know, that feels like it makes me a better person. Um, now, Bolin, we're going to change up things just a little bit. Um, you're from the area that I'm from. We're not going to say the name of the area. But... Your your real name's not Bolin. That was a character. And you were originally meant that to be Bolin Cox, right? Uh, yeah, Bolin Cox uh-huh. because of the one ball and the two cops. Right, yeah. but like uh, I think Cronkite or Dirty Dan, Cronkite may have said Bolin, and then when Dirty Dan came on, I think he changed it to Bolin. Um, can't rem- I can't remember exactly, but, you know, it just stuck, I guess. Kind of like my real name did. Yeah. But, uh, well, like, do you mean to, to say your nickname that you're known by? Or well, no? my real name, Mud. Okay. Okay. And, uh, but you have been, uh, you might have been in high school when I was started out as an SRO, maybe. I'm not sure. I know you uh, mentioned Brad. Brad was there. Uh and I used to love to talk to Brad about movies and his love for Howard the Duck. I think me and him were probably the only people that really liked the Howard the Duck movie. Uh, Very few people like that movie. I love that movie. I remember seeing that is one of the movies that, you know, the first movie I ever saw with my dad was Superman. I remember he took me to the Jungle Book. I fell asleep. Um, Friday the 13th Part Two, uh, I cried till he took me to that with uh, someone he was on a date with and it scared the shit out of me. Um, and then I remember him taking me to see Howard the Duck. And I laughed so hard at that movie. And uh, But tell us a little bit about Brad, about what well, you and him done and so forth, and uh, about the Pecker Plug commercial we just played a little bit ago. That was actually Brad doing the voiceover uh, from that. Well, Brad was just a plethora of knowledge when it came to movies or anything pop culture, really. If you needed to know something and you didn't want to take the time to Google it or look it up, you could just text him and, and he would know. 
Um, the um, me, me and Brad, we grew up together, went to school together. wasn't real close friends until after school, years after we graduated. And uh, we started a little podcast and uh, really didn't tell anybody about it. It was just mainly, you know, just to do for fun. The the Paker Plug commercial is one of many commercials that we done for the show because we we joked and we was like, well, we're never going to have real sponsors, so we might as well make our own. Huh? And I would just sometimes it. He would add things. I would write. I would write out the commercial, and he would add, just add things. Add right. Things. I'd I'd be talking to him on the phone, and I'd be like, "All right, man, I just emailed you the, the script or whatever," and he'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna get off here. I'll call you back in five minutes." And in five minutes, he'd call back, and the whole commercial would be done. And and it was just they're they're hilarious to me. Um, they'll be what I you know how I remember him the. We went to, we went to Scarefest one year and met Robert England. Um, that was before the podcast. That right. was kind of like, I knew that he didn't get to do a lot of things. Right. I knew that, you know, he barely he barely went out like twice a month. He he just didn't he didn't get to do things. wasn't in the cards for him. So I I knew Robert England was coming to Scarefest. I think that was twenty. 17 2018 somewhere around there and uh i told him i said man i'll come pick you up you're going to come up here and stay with me for a couple days we're going to go we're going to go and he had a lot of health problems he had uh you know he was he was half human half machine he had a lot of steel in him and it was hard for him to walk around and you know that day that we stood in line to see robert england that was like two and a half, three hour stand. So he was having to go sit down a lot. Right. We packed a chair and, um, you know, what time he was up here, we, we just talked about movies and we decided, he asked me, he goes, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? And I'd never really even listened to a podcast at that point. And, uh, but it's what it's it's what we used to do when we was kids, you know, with like the boombox. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, it was essentially the same thing, and that was already fun to me. So I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. You know, whatever you want to do, and I let him. He was in full control of it. He, you know, he would. I think I think we done like two and three hour shows. We would just sit and goof off. Not like, uh, you know, here's a chew bubble. <laughs> and, um, good morning, Baxter. You know, Welcome in. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't say that. Please keep going, Mug. Yeah. And so when we was doing our podcast, um, COVID had just hit. So it was, it was easy for, you know, even with working, it was easy for me to do it. And, you know, I was able to push that envelope a little bit about covid you know and uh a little bit of that was trolling him mm -hmm. i knew he was <laughs> a hypochondriac i knew that he was going to go crazy over covid we should have all took covid seriously and we still should but you know i won't if you go back and listen to that stuff it's me it's me poking the bear right essentially 
<laughs> and and he had his opinions, and you wasn't going to change them one way or another. Most a lot of how people are now. Uh, I try not to be that way. I try to be open-minded, and and at any given time, you can change my mind. Uh, I've got a close friend that, in the past five to ten years, has taught me that. If you're not, if you're not able to argue both sides of the conversation, and if you're not open to change your mind about something, then there's really you just need to step back because you're you're part of the problem essentially what's going on right now like you you can take a side on anything you can say uh for instance about the transgender topic i am smart enough to know that transgender people deserve rights well yeah Um, yeah I'm also smart enough to know that I don't think that um, a biological male should be able to play in female sports. If we're going to do that as a society, let's just do away with uh, male sports and female sports. Let's just make it be one. If we're going to have biological men play in female sports, mm-hmm. because you're going to have, you're going to have. It may not be a lot of cases, but you're going to have cases where scholarships are going to be took away from somebody who's trained their whole life in just the blink of an eye. On the other hand, I'm also smart enough to realize that there is not people hiding out in the bathrooms waiting to molest or rape your children. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have to be able to differentiate and look at a, a topic, which whatever topic you're talking about, and you have to be like, okay, that's a legitimate argument. That's not. And then when you when you start to do that, 90% of the time, you can fall into, okay, this is the right way to think about this. Because there is a right way and a wrong way to every situation. Oh, you're totally Everything, right. Everything's not black and white. Some things are, some things aren't. And and when the the topic of discussion is not black and white, you have to, you have to, we all have to learn to to stop acting the way we've been acting. And we have to take a second to step back and really think, okay, could this person have a point? You know, uh, in, the case, in the case of abortion, um, you know, I, I've always said it's a woman's right. It's the woman's body. It's the woman's right. Um, but do you, I do I do acknowledge and I do understand that there is a large number of people who who really feel that abortion is murder. Right. So I'm not going to, you know, just be... I'm going to take everybody's feelings into consideration. We have to go further than that to decide the abortion topic. If, you ta- if we overturn Roe versus Wade... It takes away the the woman's right. It gives, essentially, it puts it back into the hands of men. And look, while I think the father should have a choice in the matter, mm-hmm. ultimately, 
it's the woman's body. If if this was reversed and it was something to do with a man's body, you can guarantee that it wouldn't even be an issue. Wouldn't even be an issue. Just and that and that's ultimately how I feel about abortion. I'm like, it shouldn't even be an issue. It's a private matter between a woman and her doctor. And when you take away Roe versus Wade, not only do you take away the woman's decision, you take away the doctor. And and then we, we're at history repeats itself, and then you gotta know history. What was it like before Roe versus Wade? That's that's where we're headed if it if if we're headed back to Trump. Or, you know, the Republicans. Now, speaking but, of uh, Trump really but, quick and Brad, can I interject and tell you this story? Or you uh, go ahead. And, no, and, I'm, and, just, I'm, just and, saying, I'm just saying my point was whether it's abortion, whether it's uh, human rights, you got to be able to have the conversation instead of just writing off who's talking to you and going, you're fucking wrong. Right. You know, you're stupid. All that shit, it's unproductive. You got right. to be able to have the conversation. And until we until we see and know that the government is using culture war topics such as this to divide us, it's the art of war. Mm-hmm. We have to continue to open our eyes. Oh, I totally reason. agree with you. You know, I think that the government does keep us divided on purpose because you've got such bullshit coming down from them. And if we are divided, we can't stand together. You know, once people realize, regardless of the color of your skin, of your sexual orientation, of your uh, religious choice, whatever, put that stuff aside it's basically going to come down to us against them. And there's more of us than there are of them. Um, now, what I was going to say, you were talking about, you know, uh, Trump. And Brad was not a fan of Trump. And I remember when he was first elected, when he was running and first elected president, Brad would post a lot of stuff on Facebook, and people would give him shit. And... Sometimes I would join in because Brad would give me shit. I would give him shit back, you know. But I had a lot of respect for Brad, and I think he had a lot of respect for me. And we would go back and forth. Well, one night, he deleted me over a comment that I said. So I had access to uh, him on a... Because he had a couple of accounts. So I had him on another one, and I messaged him. I'm like, dude, I'm joking with you. I have knew you since 2001. You know what type of person I am. There's nothing wrong with you stating your opinion. Please, uh, and I even said please, and I've never done this before. I'm like, dude, please don't get mad at me because I was giving you hell and joking with you. And it was just a few minutes he responded, okay. So, you know, I went and did some stuff and came back, and he had sent me a friend's request on the account he deleted me off of. and. Oh, I mean- I mean, I know countless stories like that. I mean, he he just religiously pissed people off. <laughs> Every other day he was getting banned. That's why he had multiple accounts. And, you know, I, I would just tell him, I'd, I'd go, man, you just need to, you know, 
you can you can go a little a little bit, but just don't go too far. Oh, he would go far on a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, but he was funny as hell. He was very talented at uh, playing the guitar and uh, coming up with his own original songs. And I will never forget. Uh, there's a song that he that he crafted, and uh, you know it was called "Don't Go to Beaver," and it was hilarious. And it's still, you know, it, it's still uh, hilarious. Uh, well, I'm going to be, uh, you know, when he passed away, I, I put together like a little uh, tribute of our stuff, but it, it's only really him. I mean, right. you may hear my voice a couple times. You may hear uh, Justin's voice a couple times, but essentially it's it's just a compilation of what Brad said on the podcast. And I put all those uh, songs on there and I'm I'm... I'm going to be posting that up in the next few weeks. So anybody that wants to go, you know, he had a lot of good songs like that. Like oh, yeah, he Beaver, did. Uh, Food Stamp Pussy. I don't know if you heard that one or not, but that, <laughs> that, was, a, that was a big hit. I don't but think he I heard also, that he also could, you know, craft a, a great, like his cover of Seminole Wham, man. Uh-huh. You know, if you've not heard that. I have that, heard that. He He did a hell of a job on that. But he was a he was a big comedy guy, like more so than I am. He was always, uh, you know, he he didn't like Trump. That's mm-hmm. true. I don't just like I don't like Trump, but he also didn't like whoever the fuck was in there. <laughs> you know, it could you know he didn't care if they were Republican or Democrat. He just you know ninety nine percent of the time thought they were an asshole, and ninety nine percent of the time they are. I mean, look at what we're dealing with now. You you know, they made me vote. The Trump administration, Trump in particular, made me vote for Joe Biden. I, I just, I was like, out of principle, mm-hmm. out of principle. And now, uh, you know, when people look at me and go, look at the position we're in now, blah, blah, blah you know, and, and I go, well, yeah, but... You know, that's what that my hand was forced. Right. Well, um, I can't, I can't vote if if it's these two assholes again in twenty twenty four. I'm just gonna sit it out. I really don't think. I mean, Biden may be running again. I re- I, I just don't think that he will. I mean, it, you know, it will. You know, right right before right before we started this, I was flipping through the tickety talks and uh, I seen one that. A blind man was leading him. Really? A blind man. Okay. Now, let me say that again. A blind man. They had it on video. And it, and I looked at it and I said, well, I don't know really what was going on there, but it sure does look like the blind man was leading Biden out to the podium. And here, here's my thing on Biden. I sympathize with his disease. He's clearly not working at 100% mental. But he's doing the job until he's unable to do the job, I guess. Uh, I guess we could just say what I just said was ageism. Like, uh, you know, should we have uh should we allow a 90 year old man to lead 
all of us. Well, Will he lead us off the cliff? Okay. Now, when it comes down to it, now I know, you know, the, the president is uh, prestige and he does all this, but I mean, honestly, and yeah, you might get some of them that do some good when, when they're in there and then some of them might not. But honestly, and no disrespect, Bowen, or Mug, I, I love you like a brother. I think when it comes down to it, that people would be shocked if they knew how little the president actually had to run the country. I think it's, and no, you, you can call it a shadow government. You can call it people behind the scenes, whatever. But they're in they're there just, for four years, and that's it. You know, I mean, a minimum of four years they're in there. And honestly, and I don't think, honestly, whoever gets president, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference because when you have one, and I'm going to go back to JFK, that actually tried to make a difference in a couple of subjects. You see what happened to him. So, Well, I mean, essentially, I think you're right. The president is just like a mouthpiece for who's really running things. Right. And, and... Uh, if the last couple of years hasn't taught us anything else, we should clearly see that the Democrats and the Republicans, they all sit at the same table and they all eat the same food. Mm -hmm. They're all in a club and we ain't in it. Right, right. Um, I mean, there's there's so many avenues we could we could we we could go on from there, but I, I'm not going to because we were talking about Brad, and uh, um, that was one of, that was one of Brad's favorite lines to to tell people about. You know, that's a George that's from a a George Carlin special. They're all in a big club, and we ain't in it. I mean, and uh, and, and that's pretty until, much true. I mean, that uh, not pretty much that is true. If you're at this point. If you're arguing one way or another about, well, we need uh, we need Trump in there, make America great again, or we need, you know, if you're arguing Republican or Democrat, you're part of the problem. Exactly. At this point, at this point, they're both working together against us. Uh, look no far farther than uh, the the economic situation we're in at this very second. How much do you want to bet that at the last day, at the last minute, at the last second, these assholes come up with an agreement? The question is, will they be taking our Social Security? Will they be taking our Medicaid? They're going to come to an agreement. They're, they've done this 78 times before. They're okay. going to do it for a 79th time. They're just assholes always about it. The question is... What are they going to do? Are are they going to make the rich pay, or are they going to take away from the poor? Well, and that's essentially where we're at. If we start getting stuff like that took away from our senior citizens that have paid in, they've took care of, you know, um, society and done the right thing. If they start taking stuff away like that, it's not going to be long till people do rise up. I mean, because it is our job, and it says in the Constitution. 
If the government is corrupt and unfair, it's our job as American citizens to rise up and stop that and throw those assholes out and make changes. Um, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to calm down there just a little bit. But, you know, and that's something that I really don't get is you've got all this stuff going on and you've still got people that don't like people just because they're gay or they're, they're, they're a different skin color, they're a different, you know, race. Really, that makes no... We're all people. This is our planet. This is our planet. And you know, everything you just said, everything you just said there are the things that they use to divide us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people you know, need to stop and think. Politicians are everywhere until you need them to be. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they're like a virgin on prom night. They're gone. I have never heard that before, but that is a that is a very good explanation for that. But you know, and and it's it's sad though to to look at the state of the world. I mean, you know, and it's like we're in bizarro world. Sometimes you've got uh, people that sexually assault people that have done it. You know, over twenty. Well, and there's there's an example from Kansas. A former police officer did it when he was a police officer. Did it while he was on duty. He had over 25 counts. He got like 24.12 years or, or like maybe 12 years. I can't remember. There's, there's so many of that. But when this guy was found guilty and waiting on sentencing, they wrapped a bracelet around his ankle, and he was free to walk around the town wherever he wanted to. What is wrong with that picture? I mean, that makes no sense to me. You've got people out here violating people's rights and killing people but yet and i made a video last night you had an officer that used a gps blocker to block his location from his supervisors they fired his ass they're trying to get his certification revoked but he could go out here and beat the shit out of somebody violate their rights and he gets a paid vacation that makes no sense to me that we're in ass backwards world i mean and if anyone ever hears talk of a national police force Stop that in its tracks. We do not need that. If you well, need to no. know why, go aren't back they, and look at history. Aren't they talking about doing something like that down in Florida? They have that. It, that has come up over the last couple of, uh, over the last two years. That has sprung up. Um, you know, police departments all over the United States. They get uh, emails, or you know, back in the day, you know, you had a teletype come to a to a main police post that was distributed out to. Other people that didn't have a teletype, you know, now you've got emails, you've got, you know, special groups for law enforcement people, and you would be surprised at some of the stuff that has come down over the years. And, you know, you'd be like, what the hell? You know, and it's, you know, people that violate people's rights and people that try to censor people. Now, you know, pedophiles, people that beat, or rob elderly people. I have nothing for these people. Now, at the same time, I've stated in videos, hey, you know, you have the right to say that. But if you're a racist, I'm going to throw you out of there. I can do that because I'm a private citizen. I'm not a government entity. I do not have to, you know, I didn't write the Constitution. I do not have to let you get on my platform and spew your racist, hateful comments. Go sign up for one yourself. Get on there and do it all you want to. I'm for you doing that, if that's what you want to do, you're not going to bring shit to my house and throw all over my front door. It's not going to happen. You know, hundred percent agree. So, you know, 
you know, you should really be, I, I can't, I, I can't commend you enough for the, the work you're doing with static and noise right. because you got to think too, you know, you're from a small town. You got to have some type of intestinal fortitude to be able to follow through and do, do the things you're doing. And at the end of the day, you're doing them because it's the right thing to do. Um, Anybody that has a problem with static and noise and what you're doing with that, uh, they probably got something, you know, they probably got something under the dirt. Oh, they yeah. Probably got yeah. Something, probably got something under the under the tarp. They don't want it pulled back. They don't want it undug. Uh, you know, the fact is we need more people doing the right thing, especially when it comes to law enforcement. I, I totally agree with you. Thank you very much for saying that. That really means a lot to me. You know, and I've said this before, I never thought I would be that person to be doing that. Uh, you know, I, I never did. There was a lady that messaged me yesterday. And, you know, I hadn't talked to her since January because she was falsely uh, arrested and charged back in December. She, uh, I'm not going to say what state she lives in. She told me what happened. And I messaged her back. I'm like, don't worry about this. This will get through away. This is total BS. Uh, there were some things went on with, like, body cam footage was uh, accidentally deleted, was not available. And she messaged me. She actually messaged me on Friday. I didn't see it till yesterday evening that she had court, and everything was dropped just like I said it was. And there's nothing on her record. And she said, now I'm going to file a lawsuit. If you know anybody in this state that is could represent me, please send them my way. And I'm like, I, I will totally, you know. And she just kept thanking me, you know, because, you know, she said that she didn't worry and stress about this. It happened in December. She didn't have court until last Friday. You know, she didn't worry and stress about it because I told her, you know, hey, here's what's going to happen. And she's like, you were 100% correct, you know. And – there, there's a lot of good cops out there. There, there really are. I always thought that there was a handful of bad ones. I think there's a lot of bad cops out there as well. Um, uh, you know, I, 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 I would even go as far as say it's fifty-fifty. You know, um, the the bad cops though, it just, it's just uh, it's it's poor training, right? Poor training. I it's think lack of, lack of education in the training. Uh, that's part of it. Uh, part of it is you have some very, you know, and this is like another part of it. You have some, and I'm not saying that all bad cops are this, you know, because you have poor training, like you said. You have some that are really stupid and just don't know that should not be doing it. Uh, and those people are put in the positions of power because currently we're so shorthanded in law enforcement. Nobody wants to do it. So they just want another body on the street. You know, but there are some sadistic officers out there that like to, to hurt people. And they think when they get the badge and gun, they can legally do it. You know, and you have a lot that do do that, knowing good and well it's being recorded, their body cameras on. They don't give a shit. They do it anyway. Imagine what they're doing when they know that there is no camera, what they're doing to people. Oh, absolutely. It's it's a hundred times worse, and 
you know, there, there has to be like a national uh, reform. No national police department, none of that, none of that. But there has to be some sort of universal training. Now, I think, and I can't remember the guy's name. He was an attorney. Me and him had a conversation over TikTok back in February. Uh, he asked me what I thought would change things. I think nationwide that all police officers should have body cameras. And I'm going to be honest. When I first, at, at the last department that I actually uh, retired from, and I'll clarify that by saying I started working there for just something to do because I had already retired at the 20-year mark. And I worked six years at this uh, department. They gave me a body cam. They said, there's no policy. If you want to use it, use it. It sat in the trunk of my car for two years because my thought to them was, if I'm not doing my job and I'm not doing the right thing, send my ass to the house. Then I had a situation where an older lady that did not like our interaction during a traffic stop, which, and I'm not going to go into great detail, it was summertime, it was 80 degrees, it was beside the road. I was sweating my balls off. I stood beside the road for at least five minutes while she finished a phone conversation on her cell phone, sweating, I mean, you know, in a high-traffic area where I could have got hit. And I finally said, ma'am, you need to hang up the phone. I need to talk to you. And uh, she finally hung up. But as soon as she did, her attitude started. So, you know, after she made the claims that she made that I know I did not do, I started using the body cam. Well, I think I've heard, I've heard you say it before, and and I think it's it's a hundred percent solid. If you got nothing to hide, you should put that on, and you should turn exactly. it on. You should you should want it on. Exactly. It actually, it actually, and like the situation you was just talking about, it could help you. Exactly. From you know being accused of something you didn't do. Right. I just don't see. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't want wear a body cam yeah you know after this lady reported the lies and all the stuff that she did i mean they knew it was false because they were so uh out there that they're like this this lady's crazy i know this did not happen i'm like no it did not and so from that point on i started wearing one every single day if i had an interaction with anybody i would turn that body cam on you know um i wouldn't let it roll continuously because you know i mean hell we're you know, we're in the area we are, we're in the sticks, and you only had so much memory on a memory card. And, you know, I would get in, like if I had to write somebody a traffic ticket, I would get in the car and I would be like, today's date, so-and-so, the time so-and-so, I'm turning the body camera off to write this citation for, boom, 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 boom. Once it was printed, before I went back up and interacted with the person again, I would turn it back on and say, okay, citation's finished, time is, blah, 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 to document what I was doing. So even though I was turning it off, there was no gaps in there where you're like, oh, well, he done this, turn it. Nope, that's not it, you know. And when I done that in front of another officer the first time, he's like, where did you get trained to do that? I'm like, nowhere. That's just kind of common sense. That's, you know, CYA covering your ass. You know, I don't want to be back here writing a ticket for, you know, if it takes 10 minutes because you had a printer malfunction. Um, and, you know, then turn then why'd you turn it off? You know, I was covering my ass by doing that. And he was like, oh, I'm going to start doing that. He's like, oh, that's, that's, that's awesome. You know, but I think 
to change things around on, on a police front. Every single police officer in the United States that works the streets, and I'm talking about doing traffic control, going to uh, uh, complaints, you know, if you have detectives that are interviewing and interacting with citizens, they need body cams, to go out and do the crime scene, I don't really think that there's a need there because that's a protected area that the general public's not allowed to. Now, you know, because they have their own stuff. They go by pictures, video, all that. But any interaction needs to be recorded. And if you are arrested and charged with any crime that is non-heinous, and by non-heinous I mean uh, kidnapping, you know, child sex crimes, you know, uh, beating somebody to death, killing somebody, bank robbery. If you do not have the non-heinous act on your body cam, charges should be dropped and dismissed automatically. I think if you do that, that that will be a major shift and turn because you will have agencies being like, look, we're not going to go after these people for it to get through out because that makes us look like a laughing stock. And they're going to really start not sending people home on vacations. They're going to be really looking at who they've got and getting and getting getting rid of people. So that that sounds like you've been hit with an eighteen wheeler full of common sense. Well, <laughs> they uh, you know there'll be. I mean, but honestly, that's really what I think. If you wanted to change things, it starts there. You know, and the lawyer that I was talking to, he's like, I think that's a great idea. We can get that nationwide. I'm like, well. It really already should be nationwide because, you know, um, last year, year before last, it actually started in 2020. There's grants across the United States. There, there, there's grants for police officers at every department all across the United States to get body cams for free from the government. Will not cost them a penny. They're, I mean, you know, yeah, taxpayers are paying for them, but it's coming from the U.S. government. Uh, you had a lot of departments that did not go for that, but I think it should be mandatory. Uh, for the ones that did go for it, it was man, it was mandatory that if you did go for it, you had to have a policy in place, you had to have storage in place, you know, because what you don't think about is let's say you've got a big city like Los Angeles with thousands of officers. Each one of them has got a body cam, okay? When that gets so full, you have to take what is upload, what has been uploaded, and then store it somewhere else to keep. Okay, and you have to keep certain things for like misdemeanors five years. You have to, you know, that takes up a lot of computer space. So that is what has kept a lot of smaller agencies from getting body cams. Just the cost associated with storing the digital information. I just think. Whoever's in charge of, I think they should really take a step back and look and listen to people like you who have made a career of it, who have done the career, continue to work after the career is over. You know, we have to we have to start letting people who's actually done the job make the decisions not somebody behind the desk who's been handed whatever position. We need to, we need to take people like you into consideration. People like you should be making the rules. 
I'm sure you could sit down with a group of uh, people who's retired from police work, and you guys could come up with a few things that could be changed. You, you could be like, this stuff that's already in place, this is working, this is going good, but something needs to be done because, you know, the way it is now is not working. Well, thank you very much for that. You know what I mean, dude? But I, I, I'm just me. I, I've had people, you know, tell me in, in messages and stuff, but hey, you know, love what you do. Why do you always record in the car? Why, why aren't you in, I've seen you in your studio. Why aren't you there all the time? Why don't you have nice clothes on? Why do you wear a hat? You know, this is me. I'm not getting on there in a suit and pretending to be somebody I'm not. This is me. The main reason that I record a lot of my stuff in the car that's where I have a good Wi-Fi signal at or good cell phone signal where I can actually upload the video to the platforms. That's that's the reason that I record that stuff there. Um, you were talking about something that made me think about this. About five years ago, so, you know, right at the 21-year mark in my uh, career, you know, you were trained in the academy. If you went by a police officer, no matter where you were at, who it was, and you seen them have somebody stop beside the road, you always kind of slow down and look and make sure the officer's okay and not out fighting with the person, you know, more or less getting their ass whipped by the person. And you did that just out of professional courtesy, to, you know, because you didn't want anyone to get hurt. And then up about five years ago, it dawned on me, that I was still doing that, but I was not looking just to make sure the officer was okay. I was looking to make sure the person the officer had out of the car was okay, that the officer was not beating the shit out of them, you know. And that changed. And, it, and I did that quite a few times before I even realized. And then one day I'm like, wait, wait, why am I? making sure that, 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 that the citizen is okay. And it was because things had got, you know, they started out, you know, and it's like they got worse and worse and worse. And, you know, I just, it, it was just like looking at something in a whole new light. And, you know, you have a lot of old school cops, even new cops that message me videos that, you know, tell me, hey, you know, I work here. I did work here. I retired from here. So you kind of expect me being on that side of the curtain to kind of be pissed at me for posting videos and calling these out. It's total opposite. I have, I have not had that none, zero. And I thought I would have a lot of that. And I actually talked to an old timer, you know, that had a little bit more experience than what I did, not much more. And he's like, have you ever, you know, had an encounter with that? Someone saying that you were betraying us in the brotherhood. I'm like, no, because I'm a person. You're a person. We're all people. You know, there is no brotherhood because I'm not a Nazi. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, not a, a white supremacist. And he's like, well, he's like, if they do, don't let it get to you because things have changed. You're not like ratting someone out or doing something wrong. You're making it safe for the good cops. And I had already, you know, already, I mean, I, I already knew that, but just hearing him tell me that, 
based on what he had done and went through, that 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 made me feel good inside. And Cody, thank you very much for your comments. I definitely appreciate that, brother. Uh, Cody's fight for your rights, and I have been working on Cody's uh, case for uh, some time now. But as you can see, it's still ongoing, and something I don't like to do. If people it still has a case ongoing, I don't like to report anything on it unless it is a heinous act, simply because I don't want a prosecutor or a cop to catch my video and twist it some way to retaliate against that person, if that makes sense to you. Uh, thank you very much, Baxter. I definitely appreciate that, brother. I think the fact that what you just said um, is is kind of proof that there probably are more good cops than bad in the world. You know, if I hope that there are, I hope that there are, I mean, you know, I love showcasing good cops, you know, and the good videos. There's not a lot of those. Every one I get, I post, you know, but there's not a lot of those out there. I really think it's close to a half and half mark. And that's just, you know, well, unfortunately, we still I hope that I'm wrong. Negativity, negativity rules. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Uh, Mug, I definitely appreciate you. We've been going about an hour and 40 minutes. I'm not meant to keep you on here this long. Been fun. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see. Hey, I think I know. I think I know who the co-host is. Okay. Now. Who do you I think? Okay. Who do you think? I put it together. Okay. I'm gonna wait and tell you after the show. Okay, okay. You can you can tell me backstage. You can I think backstage. It, I think it starts with an F. An F. An F. Am I right? I don't know. You. Uh, no comment is all I'm gonna say on that. No comment. Did this person used to have a daily podcast? No comment. No comment. But their name. Well, good thing we've only got one week to go until oh, we yes. find out. Yes, and we're looking forward to it. And we'll be starting right on time next week. Live video. Uh, I'm going to play with it, and I'm talking about the Streamyard program video, not my penis. Uh, to learn so to get everything down this week. Well, thank you very much. But uh, I want to thank Mug for coming on. This wraps up the uh, Here to Chew Bubblegum presents Mayday Mayhem Part Four. Uh, when you see us again, you know, we'll still be here to chew bubble gum, but we'll be, you know, number two sign, you know, number two, not poop, but you know, whatever over here, number two. So, uh, new theme song, new everything, uh, a new chapter, uh, a new dawn, you know, where we're going to be talking about everything. And, uh, I've not told flash about this yet, but you know, there's even some stuff that we may report on that, you know, it's hard on a Sunday morning, you know, if you have something that happens to, you know, that it, it, it's hard to get up with people on a Sunday morning that are government officials or businesses or places. We may call those people during the week. We may have, we may do some recordings during the week and play them back, you know, videos and all that stuff. So, but, you know, we'll go over all that next week. Mug, thank you again. Everyone watching, thank you again. Uh, I definitely appreciate you. Uh, thank you all very much. And uh, you guys stay safe. And remember, 
We all have a voice, and together we can change the world. Mug, is there anything you want to say before I hit this song? Take us out. Goodbye, gang. Listening to a Here to Chew Bubblegum production. Tune in next time. And don't forget things that go bump in the night. Ha 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 ha.